0: to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. What's going on ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Working Soul Podcast. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes. No, I'm the only host. I do too many podcasts, some I have other hosts on and guests on and other stuff and but nonetheless uh welcome to the awakened soul this is your first time listening to the awakened soul make sure you are following the podcast at awakened soul pod you can also go into our facebook group which is the awakened soul podcast on facebook to join the discussion um we'll be like i said i've been ramping up uh posting there more discussion topics we'll definitely uh, two of the things in, in the in the minor hey segment this week we'll definitely be talking about Um, in the facebook group so if you want to join discussions on those things make sure you're there if you want to follow me you can do so at ceo hayes at ceo h-a-i-z-e and we got a great show planned for you guys this week this week we are going to be talking about hedonic adaptation and how it applies to happiness now a lot of what i'll be talking about here is from the place of a creative but you can apply these the the the, uh, these concepts to just everyday life um in different ways so don't let the fact that i talk about it from like my pov which is that of a creative um don't let that kind of steer you away from the content itself because it really um it's really something that like i said it, it, it can apply to a lot of different um uh, different outlets and everything else so uh just be on the lookout for that uh and then in the opening uh in the minor hey second we've got a couple of topics for you guys as well that's enough prefacing we're gonna go ahead we're gonna jump into our intro music on the other side of that we'll be coming into my dark and twisted crazy ass mind i see you guys right after this The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. Okay, so we're in my mind, and the very first thing that I have to talk about in this In the Mind of hey segment this week is Bill Cosby. So Bill Cosby was released from prison, as many of you probably know if you listen to this podcast, most people do stay on top of news like this, um, and I'm not going to get into a lot of it, uh, the specifics and everything. Um, overall, he was released, he was released, now I wouldn't necessarily call it a technicality, so he was released because of a previous deal that he had made. Um, and then uh, the Supreme Court found that he should not have been even up for trial on these charges because of that previous deal. Um, I want to make sure and point out that it's not exact. Well, I guess it is exoneration in a way, but it's not saying that he is not guilty of these crimes. It's just saying that he should have not been prosecuted for those crimes because of a previous deal. And so a lot of people come out. Uh, they have now heralded, you know, Bill Cosby as. Uh, another black man being wrongly um, convicted by the system. And I personally don't agree with that POV of this situation. Um, again, I know I've had people on here. Shout out to a track Brown, who, you know, thought that Bill Cosby being uh, even on trial was a conspiracy theory and it was a conspiracy theory and that Bill Cosby, you know. Um, but my thinking on this is is yes he was let go because of a previous deal but to me that in no way means that he did not convict these crimes i do not consider him someone who's like um the central park five the exonerated five who were who weren't guilty of these crimes at all he got let out because he should not have been on trial for them because he copped a previous deal now you know for everyone who's now coming out and like you know bill support bill cosby and all of this to me i find that Largely disgusting. And I get it. He played it by the justice system, which a lot of other people have gotten off by and everything like that. I understand that there is nothing illegal in the way that he got out of prison. So I understand that that is part of our justice system. This is why for the same people who call out that we need justice reform, but then don't understand things like this. To me, it's a travesty in many degrees that somebody like a Bill Cosby got out of prison because of a technicality like this. Shout out to his lawyers. Shout out to his legal team, the ones that found this and got him out. Shout out to all that. But the the simple fact remains to me is that he was found guilty on these charges. Now, yes, that guilty verdict does not stand because of previous deals and everything else like that. But to me, I can't celebrate the release of Black Cosby. I can't add this in to the list of Black men who've been wrongly convicted. I can't do that personally for me because of the way that this went down, because of just the whole story and everything else that came out and like i said they're not saying he didn't do it they're just saying he shouldn't have been on trial for it so um that's my opinion on that i i couldn't go too long without just sharing my opinion on it because i you know I, and i know this isn't one that necessarily everybody's going to agree with and i have never expected i don't expect everyone to agree with my opinions whether you love my podcast love me or not i don't want you guys to always agree with me i would love for this discussion to continue but to me it's just like i can't hold bill cosby up like i get it i I I like. I, I can understand, again, this is part of what the basis of this podcast is. I can understand people's perception on this without agreeing with it. And this is one that I just personally can't agree with at all. And I know there's going to be a lot of content that's released about this and everything, so I'm not going to stick on this too long. Um, this is just the In the Mind of Hayes segment where we dive into some things quickly. Uh, last thing, Shikari, um Richardson. Shikari, Sh- I- I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, but... Uh, she tested positive for marijuana. Um, and as many of you know, she got pulled from the Olympics for it. And this has spurned a whole conversation on should she have been weed being a performance enhancing drug or not. And while I agree, the fact that weed is becoming legalized countrywide slowly but surely, and I think we'll, we'll get there eventually, but it's still on list of like banned substances is a conversation that we should have, right? That's absolutely a conversation that is one that I agree with, that I feel like the crimes. Um, everything should just should should, uh, as far as criminalizing uh, weed possession, everything, all that should go away. It's it's and even in the state that she tested positive in, it was legal. So this brings more stuff to the conversation of should, and this is where the conversation to me really lies in is how do we get the Olympics and these other governing bodies to update their rules and regulations to stop in many ways, criminalizing the use of marijuana. Now on the flip side of that, once you sign up, when, when you're when you're at a job and at, and working for an employer, you go off what their rules are. And I know it's not the same, but she should have been aware of the rules. If if that was a rule to be a part of the Olympics was to not use weed, or whatever other substance that was on that list, it, that is up to her to maintain. So we can talk all day, and and it's a good conversation. I want to make sure it's a great conversation and a needed conversation to have to talk about these things of. Well, wh- how we need- should not be on that list. We should not be on one of the lists of banned substance or listed as a performance-enhancing drug. That is absolutely a conversation that we should have, and we should not let the Olympic governor- governing body or any of these other governing bodies off the hook for that. But until that change actually happens, it is up to her to operate within the rules that are set forth by that govern- governing body. That's just, the- that's just the realities of it. And so, unfortunately, this opportunity for her to compete in the Olympics was taken away from her, unfortunately. And we can say that we felt that it was unjust all day. And I agree I, because I don't agree with the ruling. I do feel that it's unjust. But still, until those rules are in place, it's up. It, it's up to the athletes to stick to those rules. Um, And unfortunately, she didn't. And it sucks because, you know, Olympics is every four years. We're going to get three years in between the Olympics now just because of it being delayed. But, uh, for covid and it sucks because that is a like that is a huge gap in the life of a olympic athlete right luckily she's still very young um and hopefully she still kills it in every opportunity that she gets because this was you know you hate to see somebody young lose an opportunity for you know antiquated rules and so you know hopefully uh this bring it being so much attention and so drawn to it that um, that it does cause some change in the ruling so that you know we don't have these issues anymore that's my opinion on that uh, those are the two topics for the in the mind of hey segment it's really all that i got for you guys this week we're going to get into a brief break and then on the other side of that we're going to jump into the main discussion topic which is built around hedonic adaptation the concept of that basically we're going to be talking about happiness and being a creative and like how this hedonic adaptation uh kind of applies to creativity we'll see you guys right after this So hedonic adaptation welcome to the main discussion topic by the way uh hedonic adaptation is basically a concept that says everything that is once new becomes routine um or becomes or it becomes you know stagnant again um to simply put it it is no one thing will make you happy forever and eventually you get used to everything and you need something new to refresh it or to, or to, to make it new again so that's the idea between that's the idea behind hedonic adaptation. And so um, I, I'm going to talk about like, how that applies to creativity in both negative and positive ways. Uh, the first way that we're going to talk about and dive into is that the negative way that this applies to creativity is that a lot of us, and you've heard me say it, I've, I've suffered from it myself, is that we focus on gear, right? It, and, and like buying new equipment, whether it's a new camera, whether it's a new mic, whether it's a new mixer, whether it's a new computer. And then that puts us, that just puts us in a never ending circle that we only find our happiness in this creative, creative life or excitement in something that we buy rather than what we are actually creating. And instead of focusing on the action of buying new gear or buying anything new again, because this can apply to multiple things in life or outside of just creating is that uh, we, we focus on buying new gear, keeping us happy with what we're creating rather than, than, uh, focusing on what we create and then if we do need to buy gear we buy gear based off what we're trying to create and so just it, it just a little bit of changing that mindset right if we continually are looking at and that also puts us in a financial hole puts us in because the way the technology ever evolves and it also it stagnates your happiness and your creativity because you're basing your success off the gear that you have rather than the level of skill that you learn to build in doing this creative thing um i, I mean've i've talked about i want to upgrade my mic like this is a great mic it sounds great i've been using it for years now um and i just wanted want to change plus they have like the legendary re uh 20 mic now in black matte black at that so i kind of want that but like like the thing that has always made the awaken so special even if you go and listen back to when i was using a blue snowball to when i was using the 25 dollars Behringer mic is that it's always had a great production quality and you know why that was is because In those early times when I knew I couldn't afford a bunch of gear, I wasn't focusing on buying new gear to keep me excited. In this, what kept me excited was learning how to EQ, learning how to edit, learning how to bring the best out of what I've had. And then, when I did start upgrading gear, it just it 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 added so much more to it, and also adds life to the uh, longevity to the life of your equipment. If you actually learn how to how to you how to use it rather than basing the excitement off what you create. Or what you're doing off that just that instant gratification and that that height of buying something new. And, you know, retail therapy, like I said, this can apply to more than just creativity or podcasting. This is a thing in life. Like we chase these things where we buy these new things and we get excited about buying it and we get excited about going to the store and breaking open that packaging for the first time and having whatever it is, whether it's shoes, whatever. It's exciting. And it it gets the endorphins going. But when you chase that, all you're really doing is teaching yourself that the only way that you can enjoy that excitement is by buying new things. And that's that quick gratification in this thing. It's it's this quick gratification in in creativity if it's just based off buying new gear and what new gear that you have available to you. So um, rather than doing that, um, is focusing on what you want to create and having the action follow that. Not letting the action that makes you excited buying the new gear having the, the, the action follow the desire to create something. And so when it's focused on creating, like there are creatives out here who are creating short films, full-length, future future-length films, like everything based off their phones, right? People doing whole podcasts with their phones, whole podcasts with cheap $15 Amazon mics. So like, instead of like, and they're creating great content. So instead of thinking that just buying new gear is gonna make your content great, Focus on what you actually want to create. And that plays into the hedonic adaptation. Like you you can't let what you're creating become stagnant because it's just based off buying new things like actually let it let that newness come in what you're creating each and every week and let that excitement flow through that way. Find the positive thought before you take action. Right. Focus on your growth as a creator. Focus on on what what where you came from to where you are now, where you want to go. And that plays into the next thing that we that the next topic that we have in this hedonic adaptation and happiness topic is jealousy. You will find that jealousy is usually an indicator of someone having something or doing something that you want. And it's really not putting your energy in the proper places, Right. Instead of putting your energy and making excuses, putting it in the proper places, this requirement. This requires a level of self-awareness and patience. You have to first be self-aware to realize that you are being jealous over something that you probably shouldn't or don't need to be jealous about, right? And then putting that energy, instead of being jealous over what somebody has, whether it's a new mic, whether it's a camera, putting instead of putting your energy there, putting it in, improving as a person and the skills that you have. Jealousy is a completely normal trait, right? It's a completely normal emotion. We all feel it. Anyone who tells you they've never been jealous about something is lying to you, right? So it's not that it's not, it's abnormal to feel jealousy. It's the how you and how you deal with the jealousy that make that that it takes you to the next level, right? Like again, this goes back to being self-awareness especially as a creative. It's easy to see somebody's mic and think, "Hey, they're only good because they have this mic or they're only able to have that mic because they're lucky though the way that life works life affects everyone differently everyone has a different uh, ability everyone has a different set of luck everyone has a different set of skills so when we just again focus on on our things of like being jealous over what another creator is able to do this goes into like Again, with podcasting, like we'll see other podcasts do live shows. We'll see other podcasts do live streams or get these numbers or whatever else they're able to do. And we just will focus on that and start becoming jealous over that instead of focusing on, all right, what skills do I need to build? If I'm feeling this emotion of jealousy, that usually means that, it, that this is something that I want to obtain. How do I get there? Changing that mindset goes a, a very far away. You'll be surprised. Like I, for me, like in my podcasting career, I'm surprised at how many people when I started doing this. I looked at it as like, damn, I hope I can reach that level one day. And then now we're peers. Now some of them come to me for advice or we talk and we collab and whatever else that only can come from a level of self-awareness and a a desire to constantly build your skills out. It's not going to come just, just from sitting around being jealous. It's not going to come from just sitting around and moping over the fact that this person has this audio quality that you want. How can you get it? And very often, especially in this creative lane, a lot of what, we're able to do in the in the, the prestige or the quality of something doesn't just come from the gear, it comes from the time, the hours, and learning how to do this and putting that skill into yourself. So that's why I say it's very important to put that energy into, into improving what you have going on rather than focusing it on being jealous over whatever else another creative or person in this in this matter has. Focusing, stop focusing on that and focus on how do you improve as a person. That's what will really help you. In this creative journey, help you in life in general. Like when we talk about that hedonic adaptation, that's what will help you in that. It's focusing on yourself, focusing on, ch- instead of chasing what somebody else has, chase being the best version of you. And then you'll find that you, the, the newness never wears off in this. I've been in podcasting now, counting the wrestling podcast that I did before the Awakening Soul, got like six or seven years at this point. And it has never stopped being interesting for me. And yeah, there's, there's a time and it comes natural. And this is one of the things that we'll talk about a little bit later that where we all become um, unhappy with something that we're creating. And we'll talk about how to deal with that a little bit later. Um, the next thing in this is like, if you, if you want to avoid that hedonic adaptation is that realize how much happiness you can bring to your life and to the life of others by what you're choosing to create, right? Don't miss out on the feeling of happiness by doing this, right? By doing whatever it is, don't miss out on that opportunity to feel happiness and joy by bringing your own creativities into what you create and or your, things from your own life. Like the thing with this is, and I've always said and use this as an example, one of the best feelings ever in creating the Awakened soul, or creating a podcast, or some of the content that I deliver here is some of the the responses that I get. For example, I've had people who listen to the episode with me and Amaya from like a year a year ago, a year and a half ago and said that it helped them have conversations with their own children or it helped them as fully grown adults, realize some of the things and some of the conversations they didn't have with their parents and it made them reach out and go and have that conversation with their parent and then it improved that relationship or or they, they bonded over it. Like that's some of the best things that you can get from this creative life is that the people that we touch with what we create, whether it's you're dropping deeper content like I do sometimes here, whether it's you're just bringing a laugh, whether you're just providing escapism for somebody to escape. They listen to you for the hour to two hours and they, and they forget about whatever else whatever's going on in their life. And they are just enjoying listening to the content. They're responding back to you. This thing in creative. And that is rather, that's if you're podcasting, if you're a YouTuber, if you're a painter, if you're a photographer, if you're a filmmaker. The happiness that you can bring to others through creating will keep this creative thing always being a, 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 a source of happiness for you. You have to be happy with what you're creating. We all get, a, we like I said, we all get into that place of being unhappy with what we're with what we creating, right? It happens to all of us. I had a whole episode called Get the Fluff Out. For any new listeners, go and listen to the episode if you wanna hear me go the fuck off on myself towards the end of that episode where I talked about how like I had stagnated. And yeah, it's funny because I said that and a lot of people responded back like, no, I don't feel like your constant ever did, but I was unhappy with what I was creating. And I felt like I started relying too much on other things rather than, the things that I really wanted to do with this, I lightened up the content for The Awakened Soul, not for me, not because I wanted to, but because I felt like it would be more easily digestible when fuck that. Right. I don't care if it's easily digestible. I don't care if I if I lose a couple of listeners. Thankfully, we didn't. And I guess that was the moral of the story. But like, ultimately, you have to be happy with what you create and stop creating for whatever, else. stop creating because for the timeline, stop creating because you think this is what people want you want to hear you talk about. Stop creating because you think that that topic is going to get you a bunch of downloads. If you're chasing things like that, and th- again, to how this applies to other life, stop stop trying to dress a way that somebody wants you to dress because you think that then that's going to get that's going to gain their attention. And then you're unhappy and uncomfortable with the fuck you have on, right? Stop doing that. Dress in the way that's I'm not that. That's not to say don't be stylish. That's not to say, but do it from a place of it being something that you're happy with doing and then let whatever comes from that comes from that and that is a cycle of happiness that just will keep going you'll be surprised with like how often you if you create what you're happy with if you create what you're happy about how your listeners your your watchers your viewers your your subscribers all of that are happier with it at the same time as well so that's something that i wanted to talk about with this as well is that we all become unhappy with what we're creating at one point. But let that let that make you refocus in on what do you really want to be creating. And to go back, it takes self awareness to be in this for a long time. It takes self awareness of not only you as a person, but you as a creative and your product as well. You have to be aware of that, like and change what you need to change because you want to. But don't hold on to certain things either just because you think that that's what people want to see from you. You have to be creative. You have to be happy with this it is it's a special connection that creatives have with the people who consume or buy what they create that is a special connection and when you can make somebody's day by you creating something that you're truly passionate about that drive will never leave you you have to make time for your craft right and i think often in this like we'll think um and let me this for me i'll think okay Let me not do the podcast because I got this to do. Let me not do the podcast. I'll do the podcast later because I have this to do. But really, when you push off your craft, when you push off what makes you happy, really, all you're doing is not making time for yourself. And you have to make time for yourself. You have to make time for yourself and what makes you happy. And hopefully with most people in whatever they're doing, like I said, because this can apply to more things in life than just being a creative, but whatever you put in your time into, hopefully it's something that makes you happy. And if it's not, you have to reevaluate that. You have to make time for you and the things that make you happy. You have to, because otherwise everything becomes stagnant. Everything goes to the sadonic adaptation if you're not allowing yourself that time to focus in on the things that bring you happiness. When you don't make time for your craft, that's all all you're doing is not prioritizing yourself. All you're doing is taking something that you know makes you happy and saying, "No, I'm not going to do that." Then how do you expect yourself to always be happy with it? How do you expect yourself to not allow it to get stale? How do you expect expect, expect it to stay new and to always have that excitement about doing it every, each and every day if you're not truly making time to cultivate the? And it's funny because most negative feelings about yourself, about what you create, about whatever else is doing, will go away once you start pri- prioritizing yourself and your own feelings. And so. Again, how that applies to being a creative, how does that apply to life? That's up for you to decide, right? But you have to prioritize how you feel. You have to prioritize the things that matter to you. If what you create is something that matters to you, if photography is something that matters to you, you have to cut in and prioritize making time for that because that is really just making time for yourself. It's easy for somebody who's outside the creative space, outside the creative world to look at like, damn, you're spending a lot of time going and taking pictures, right? You're spending a lot of time going out hiking and taking these landscape photos. Like, what, what are you really doing for, by what are you accomplishing by doing that? And really, ultimately, even if you're not making money off what you create, you are make you are prioritizing yourself and your own happiness. So the next time that you question it, the next time that somebody else questions it for you, your answer simply is this is me doing this is making time for me, regardless of what it what I'm what I'm putting it into. But by that same token, we have to talk about the flip side of that. Don't let what you create be, become your only interest. It's very easy to get consumed in this creative life because it takes a lot of time. I have episodes talking about that. I've done episodes with the creatives, this creative thing for anyone who thinks, and for some people it is right. For some people they do have their, they set up where they literally turn on the mic, they record for five minutes, they upload it and then they just go about their business. But for the people who like really put a lot of time and effort into this, it's easy to, to sometimes if you're not keeping control on it to let what you create whether it's podcasting or whatever else or whatever else you do whether it's like your hair and that's your your me time it's easy to let that become your only interest and let it consume you and then once you're unhappy with something or once you get something that kind of shakes you then your whole world crumbles apart you can't have everything all wrapped up into into one thing you can't let that be your only interest you can't let that be your only source of happiness because sometimes you can have a bad creative day but still have a great day, right? And for us, we let it consume us. If you have a bad podcasting day, that can ruin your whole your whole day if you don't have other interests, if you don't have other things that you can go to for happiness. So when I say like, don't let this become your only interest, I mean like for me, yeah, like I have podcasting. Uh, well, most of my interests are creative, but they're different creative lanes. So this this scenario isn't gonna be the same and apply for everyone, right? Is that I have podcasting, I have photography. I have filmmaking. I have my children. I have sports. I have home decor. I have DIY. I have shit that nobody would even know about. I don't put all of my life on my social media. A lot of it is just because of the nature of like how open I am with this podcast and everything. But for the for the times that I have a bad a bad podcasting day or a bad creative day, the times that I don't feel like I quite nailed to edit in in a photo, the times where. I don't feel like maybe I delivered the information the best I can in the podcast, and I listen back. I'm like, "Fuck!" It's still not a bad day for me because this isn't my only interest, right? This isn't my only interest. I can go out hiking and have a day where I took nothing but terrible photos, and I can come back and I can do a podcast, and it could be a great day. Or I can come back and just stare at my beautiful children, and it could still be a great day. Don't let this consume you to the point where it's your only interest. And I think that was an important thing to point out because a lot of I know what I've talked about here is like all built around making it your interest and focusing on it, but you can't allow it to consume you. can't let it, allow it to be the only thing. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Lastly, the very last thing that I have to talk about on this episode is you can't your creative cre- creativity your lanes don't have to be introverted ones. That doesn't mean you can't be an introverted person. That doesn't mean it can't be introverted, right? But it's very often like a lot of what we do as creatives or what I do, because I'm making this about me, what I do as a creative is all me alone. I'm in this studio alone. I edit alone. Uh, you know, I have other podcasts where I do with other people. Shout out to the Breaks Radio. Shout out to the Film Frequency. Shout out to my brother's keeper. I have other things that I do with other people. But when we're off that, I'm editing by myself. I'm in this room by myself. I'm coming up with the promo material by myself. And it can feel very like you're in an island, like solitude is real. But you don't have to let this become an introverted thing, collab with other creatives, connect with other creatives, build friendship with other creatives, whatever lane. And again, this thing that you go on is like in life, we can't allow it to like, whatever we're going through, whatever our passion is to make it feel like it's just us find other people with, with, with shared interests. you will be surprised when you do that, like just how much that can change a perspective when you're creating something, do not allow this to become an introverted thing. So that is my topic on uh the hedonic adaptation uh style of the thinking and everything and like that 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 thinking that um everything that's new kind of loses its luster over over a, a while and we can dive into this i can do it to where I, like i strict i strategically applied this to happiness right and creativity but the hedonic adaptation idea can apply to so much so if this is something you guys are interested in definitely let me know um and it and you know to just bring it all home right there was a time in which I was almost ashamed to be a podcaster. Um, and not that, for anyone who knows me knows, I own who the fuck I am. I really don't give a fuck how anybody feels about how, how I feel about things, so to say. Shout out to Mama Hayes, who's always had this saying that um, other people's opinions, even if those opinions are about you, are really none of your business. So why, why let it matter to you? That thought, that, she's literally said that, I think, when I was like seven. I'm 34 now. This shit stuck with me my whole goddamn life. Um, so that's a, a, a level of thinking that I always apply to everything. Um, but there was a time where, like, I didn't want to say I was a podcaster because, like, the ultimate thing is, like, oh, you spend your time doing that. And it's, like, th- that's why that one topic that I pointed out of, like, not making time for that, if, that's, if this is something you're passionate about, is not making time for yourself. And then now it becomes a thing. Like, I'm proud of, like, everybody knows the Awakened Soul is my baby. This is one of my crowning achievements and my legacy and i talked about it all all the time like i hope my kids when they get older enough to understand some of the concepts go back and listen to all of this and really be like damn dad was a that was a deep dude sometimes uh or crazy dude because some of the shit i talk about is wild as fuck as well um but i wanted to so this topic came about because this 2021 has been my most inconsistent year with releases right i prided myself my first so the awakened soul turns four next month in august um and in the first three and a half years basically of the awakened Soul, i think there was only one week where i did not release an episode and that was when i had surgery and it was le- and i tried to i think i even did a live stream and then i tried to record and i was just like you know what i ain't got it um and this this year uh 2021 so far, like I've missed a lot of weeks of episodes, right? And so I started feeling ashamed, right? I started feeling like, all right, what is it? What is it that that's keeping me from recording these episodes? And there've really been some stuff like I'm filming more and more uh now, whether it be weddings, whether it be whatever else, and that's kind of taking me away from it. And I started thinking, like, okay, I gotta stop that. Not because of of the perception of okay, well, now CJ's not releasing as many episodes as he used to, not because of any of that. But because I miss it when I have a week of not recording the Awakened Soul, it's like a pit, right? It's 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 If it, my week is never quite right, not to say that it's on a happy week or anything like that, but it's never quite right again. Because like I, this is I've said many times, this is my therapy. This is I have gone through a lot, right? Um, in my life, I've, I've talked about it. I'm not going to get sappy on it again. Uh, I've gone through a lot, and I feel like this uh, um, as well as my kids have saved my life in many different ways it's it's saved me um and you know when i don't drop an episode i feel like i i let you guys down i feel like hey i haven't connected with my people in a while and you guys you guys oh do you let me know when i miss an episode and check on me and like it's all positive but i think um so much of this year has like my mind's been taken away from other things uh like great things like with the photography and doing more weddings and spending more time with my children and like crafts and other things. But like, I will say this, I have allowed, I've allowed someone else to project their trauma on me, so to say. And I've, I've really sat back and tried to process why that happened. And I think, um, I've let that stop me from being haze for quite a while. I've let that stop me from being the lovable asshole that you guys have all known me to be for. Years at this point now, and I had to stop that. Right, I had to stop that. The thing, the 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 thing in the, in my whole creative journey, the ups and downs, the uh everything that's happened from start to finish in this, is I stand by all of that. And I think at some point in time, because I didn't want somebody else to feel like I have to be me. I have to be. That's one thing that anyone who comes into my life in any capacity knows that I have. To be me. I will not let anyone stifle me. I will not let anyone take away from me being me, whether that's on social media in real life or anything else. I am Hayes. Hayes is me. I know Cordero and Hayes are very much two sides of the same coin. Uh Cordero's more quiet. Hayes is more in your face. Um, and that's not like a false perception thing. That is really me. Those are two sides of me. Duality is a thing, people. And so like. Um, and again, this is moving away from the hedonic adaptation. If anyone skip forward or anything or wonder how we got here, this is just before I end it, I have to, I have to be transparent with me. Finding film has been a great thing. Finding photography has been a great thing. Finding podcasts, all these things have played into different aspects of saving my life in many different ways. And that's just being honest. Um, and I think for me, um, I, I, I have had to find that balance of, of everything, especially this year, um, because everything is taken off in different ways. Like it was different when just the podcast was, was taken off and it's like traveling and doing podcast shows and conventions and everything else. And then COVID took that away. And then that's when the film thing started picking up and everything has kind of had its own ebbs and flows. Right. And I have to apologize to you guys, um, for not, not because of not, because there are going to be times where I don't drop episodes. I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with that at this point. But I have to apologize to you guys because I have not been Hayes, the guy you signed up for fully for quite a while. Like, yeah, there's flashes of it, but not fully. And I have to get back to me. And then part of me wanting to do this Hidotic adaptation thing is like, I got to get back to who the fuck I am. Um, so that's a promise to you guys before we, we head off. I just wanted to make it to you. Film Frequency drop, The Breaks Radio drop. Go and check all those out. Um, before we end the show, if you want to follow the podcast, do so at TheAwakenSoulPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns at that email. You can follow us at Awaken Soul Pod. You can uh, follow me at CEO Hayes. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, I'm out. This bitch. I love you guys. I'll see you guys in midweek. I do have a midweek episode plan uh, to drop for you guys this week. Be on the lookout for that. I will see you, lovely and beautiful people, in a couple of days. I'm out. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.